0: You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast, episode number 83. This episode is sponsored by Eric Sue Insider, an online community where you get advice and tips from Eric Sue on weekly conference calls. Learn more at EricWSue.com slash Insider and how you can get started. Hey there, it's Eric Sue, and I wanted to personally thank you for listening to my podcast. If you are new, welcome. And if you are a longtime listener, I appreciate your continued support. Did you know your review on iTunes and Stitcher helps grow this podcast? Well, it does, so write a review today. Not into writing a review? Then maybe you would like to make a small donation. You can do so by clicking the Be My Patron Podbean link on my podcast page. Finally, helping others is the name of the game, so help a friend by sharing this podcast with them. Let's keep this movement growing. Now on to the show. Health tips and useful wellness advice without the hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue podcast. With inspiring guests and engaging fitness, nutrition, and healthy living topics, you will be entertained and excited until the end. And now, your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a unique and fascinating personal trainer with us today. Her name is Natasha Cannell. We will be talking about health and wellness balance and integrating it into your life. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Natasha. Natasha, are you ready to make it happen?
1: Yes, hi Eric, absolutely, happy to be here.
0: Awesome. Natasha Cannell is a veteran in the US Army and a fitness professional since 2001. She is a certified ISSA and ACE certified fitness trainer and also a Nutrition Specialist and Exercise Therapy Specialist with ISSA. She is also a NPC Competitor and 2014 Steve Broadway Classic Masters Bikini Divisions Champion. She is also a former Marathoner, an Avid Obstacle Race Competitor, and a Ballet Dancer. Natasha, that was just a little bit about who you are. Could you share with our audience a little bit more on how you got started? Yes, absolutely.
1: I, well, let me first tell you where I came from. I was born in Russia. My mom is Russian. My dad is from Venezuela. So I was born in Russia, but when I was really young, I moved to Venezuela, and that's where I grew up. Then I came to the United States to go to college. I actually went to college for fashion design, but once I graduated and I started working in the field, I realized that it wasn't really my thing. And I also had put on a little bit of weight, so I decided to get into the gym really seriously. And it just naturally happened that I I learned weight training and I got really passionate about it. And the owner of the gym when I was training at the time suggested that I get certified because people were always asking me to train them. And I did, and I really enjoyed it, so that's how I got started. Then... About 2008, I started reaching a little bit of a burnout status and just, you know, kind of getting stuck. I didn't have the mindset that I have now, and I decided to completely change my life, join the military, spend a few great years in the service, and I also participated in fitness, of course, while I was in the service, And but then I decided to go back to what I really love to do. And that was a couple of years ago I started doing personal training and just being involved in fitness full-time, and I love it. And I think it's a great field now because the Internet has opened up so many possibilities for communication and knowledge.
0: Exactly, and that's something that I wanted to share with people, which is that's how we kind of connected. I believe it was through... Twitter or Instagram? One of those two, right?
1: Yeah, I think you actually found my, um, it wasn't Twitter. It was, oh, I forget. It was
0: one of the platforms. One one of the platforms. But anyhow, yeah, absolutely. So I agree with you that the online um, internet has really changed the ballgame, if you will. Um, What's one cool or unique fact about yourself, Natasha? This is something my audience really loves to hear. And um, what could you share with us?
1: Well, I think the unique thing about me is, is the fact that I'm, you know, I did ballet when I was little, and I still practice it now. And I am kind of a bunhead, like I'm a ballet nerd, mm-hmm. but I'm also a paratrooper. I love jumping out of planes and shooting guns. It's kind of like a duality of my personality, and I think that is the fact that I'm in touch with both my very feminine and my very like masculine, aggressive side. It's
0: comfortable <laughs> with that. Sounds like fun. I only skydive once, so I can only imagine uh, what you do when you jump out of airplanes.
1: Well, you know, one of the reasons I chose to join the army was because I wanted to. I was skydiving recreationally at the time, and it was very expensive. So I was like, "Oh, great! I get to jump for free." <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite the same, but <laughs> there you go. but I did awesome. get to jump
0: a lot. Awesome, awesome, and I think. Um, after seeing your website and what you've been doing in the fitness I- industry, I, I think uh, we're in good hands when you're in the army. So that's awesome.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Um, I'm actually still in the in the active re- in the reserve, so awesome. I do monthly growth.
0: Very good, awesome, awesome. I um, I know a lot of my audience uh, thanks you and appreciates everything you do as well.
1: Oh, so, thank you so much. I appreciate
0: it. No worries. So let's dive into this topic, Natasha, that um, we kind of talked about earlier. And I think it's a great topic. And it's about health and wellness balance, and how to integrate it into someone's life. And so could you describe this topic? and, And why are you so passionate about it?
1: Okay, well, basically, the way I see it, and this is a journey that I went on myself first. You know how I said that when I first was Training clients in the early 2000s, I just kind of reached a point where it just became routine, and you know the lack of unity around the whole idea was just people were just like, okay, I'm I'm here to work out. I give them a workout and they leave, and it was just like not enough, not enough change was happening. So then when I got back into it, first for myself and also for clients, I realized that you can't just teach somebody how to work out or Take to a workout. You have to look at their entire life as a whole. You have to look at their situation. Of course, obviously their nutrition. You have to look at their environment. What kind of chemicals they're exposed to on a daily basis? What kind of food do they eat? Are they organic foods? Are they just foods that they buy outside and don't cook in the home? How do they feel? I think the most important thing is how does a person feel about themselves? Is the person starting to want an exercise program because they hate their body? That's definitely a bad sign. So, we definitely need to fix that. We need to fix their self image before we can help them as professionals to move on on their fitness journey. Because somebody that starts from a place of self hate, definitely that's if that's their mental pattern that's what they're always going to go back to so what I saw happening with people is that if they make progress their self-image is so bad that their subconscious immediately makes them fall back into patterns of self-defeat and they start cheating on their diet they start not showing up sessions. so as a fitness professional that takes care of people I found out that we have
0: to just go a lot deeper. Hmm. I, I totally understand where you're coming from because like you and I have been in the industry for some time. I've been in since 2001. Uh, you certainly have seen a lot of clients as well and, and you probably have noticed that people are just um, in a, a mindset, like you said, that's not really helpful or they, they find themselves in a situation where they go back into a negative mindset. And so it's, it's really important that we try to help them um, create an environment that's positive um, and, and so that they can really, uh, when they get into a situation, um, negative situation, they know how to get out of it. Is that, is that what you're trying to say?
1: Yeah, exactly, Eric. And basically, and it's something that I'm still learning myself, you know, because we, we are all programmed unconsciously since we're children, and a lot of the programming that we get is negative and it goes I don't know, I'm sure we talked a little bit about this, I know you studied a little bit about what the subconscious mind does and how it works. But basically it works as a recorder. And whatever things that you hear when you're younger, like, oh not everybody can be skinny and everybody in our family is just kinda fat and that's just how we are or we just really like sleep. Those things get programmed into your mind, and they're there. They're like in your hard drive, and you need to do conscious things, conscious effort to release those patterns and change them and put new patterns, new positive patterns in your brain. And I've been, this has been like my passion for the last couple of years, studying how to do this and the different ways that we can help people do it. I know it, it, to some people it sounds like, oh, what does this have to do with fitness? But it actually has to do a lot because unless you release those negative beliefs, you cannot progress in your journey.
0: Absolutely. I totally agree. When, when you're coaching someone and training them, Natasha, um, what kind of signs do you see? Uh, and, and how do you correct these signs if they're negative thoughts, for example?
1: Well, for example, uh, recently I had a lady that I was just uh, starting to teach her basics of weight training, and she never wanted to be in front of the mirror. She just always wanted to like hide in the corner. I and I first I explained to her like, look, we have to put you in front of the mirror so you can see the form, see see what's right, and so you can learn how to do it on your own. And also, I noticed that you know whenever she did something, she would always say, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." So I noticed that she she didn't really have a lot of love for herself. You know, she didn't see herself as worthy, not even to look at herself. So I'm still working with her on that, you know, it's definitely deep in there. So I just take little steps. You have to take baby steps with people to teach them these things. You can't just, you know, come at them like, oh, you hate yourself and you need to love yourself because they're not going to get it. You just need to slowly explain to them... How this process works, hmm. but yes, yeah, things like that, like people just completely ashamed of who they are, very is just don't really feel like they're worthy of being their best self. They feel almost like like they just don't deserve it. Like it's not for them. Hmm.
0: Interesting. I mean, see I'm,
1: that a lot.
0: I was gonna say that you probably see the majority of the people that you work with are overweight. Would you say right? Um, maybe female perhaps, and um, I I do too, and I'm just curious to know what what could you share with um, the audience who who are overweight and um, maybe beginners in health and wellness, What, what can you share with them, maybe some ideas to get them started and motivated? Well,
1: one thing that I share with my clients is to just accept the present as it is for what it is, I'm a true believer that pretty much, you know, every experience that we have in our life, as ghastly and terrible as it might be, or as horrible, and low as our present state might be, this this is there to teach us a lesson. So if you're in a situation where you don't see yourself as your best self, just recognize who you are and allow it to, to be and release it and just. Make yourself free, just forgive yourself for whatever mistakes you made, and just decide to that tomorrow, or not even tomorrow, today, and today on, you are going to be the best person you can be. You do not have to compete with anybody else, you have to compete with you, and improving you from where you are right now.
0: Now, real quick question here, and that was great information and advice. Uh, how do you, or what do you think the reasons people are out of balance, though?
1: What's that? I'm sorry. I didn't hear
0: you well. Sure. What do you attribute to the reasons why people are out of balance?
1: Why people are out of balance? I think there's, um, there's a few reasons. Like I said, first, is a lot of the, the culture... A lot of the family culture, um, you know, the perspectives are really bad and emphasis is placed in the wrong places. For example, in, you know, our general culture, the concept of female beauty is still quite narrow. If you ask, like, we're in the fitness industry, so, you know, we can appreciate a female that's fit and we can understand a person that's not fit and tell them how to get better. But if you talk to, you know, a regular Joe in college, and you ask him what kind of girl he likes, he's just going to describe, you know, like a traditional bombshell American with, you know, typical female body that's considered attractive. Mm-hmm. And that's a very narrow perception. And sometimes it's not even healthy. Look at the image that the fashion industry gives those, those girls that are right. dangerously on their weight. And, you know, young kids are exposed to this culture so much And they see that and they absorb it and then they're like, oh, I have to be this way. And if I'm not this way, then I'm wrong. And Mm. I'll actually share something that's that's kind of hard for me with you and your audience because I want people to to use it for their benefit. When I was younger, when I first started training, I, I was really into lifting and I started to attain a certain level of muscularity. And then I actually stopped because I was single at the time and at one point the guy that I was dating started saying that, oh, you don't look like a girl anymore and mm. I was just, you know, I was so young, I was so afraid that I was going to be alone that it didn't happen overnight, but I just kind of let that, that general culture throw me off of my goals and I just stopped looking like I really wanted to and mm. didn't really become you know, who I really wanted to do physically until now, because now I have support in my life and mm. and I also know that, like, it doesn't matter what anybody says, I know what I want and what's important to me. And I just hope that, you know, somebody can hear this and say, okay, I'm not going to wait until I'm older, I'm going to do what I want now, because it's really, my fitness journey is about me, not about what other people want. mm
0: that's that's very, you know, um, inspiring to hear that from someone who is so well put together. I mean, if you all visit her website, by the way, you can see her pictures and everything and see see who she is today. But um, that's a very inspiring uh, story there. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, you know, as, as we, you know, almost halfway through this podcast, um, I want to really dive into this, you know, solution to the the issue of out of balance, uh, what small steps do you think people can do today to get back into balance?
1: I think the best thing somebody can do is take some time every day to reflect, to just be with themselves, to kind of go over the events of the day, of their feelings that they had that day, how they felt about themselves, what made them angry, what made them happy, and just kind of observe those feelings, and just with a sense of curiosity, just observe them, and not react, not try not to be so reactive, not come from like a very angry place and just wow, you know, like a <laughs> tiger, just say, okay, well, let me see what got me out of control today. What am I going to do tomorrow to be better? How am I going to take control of my life? And then the next most important thing, I think that's. That's the first step, is just to have a time where you actually, like, look at your picture. And then take control of your environment. Take control of what you put in your body. Take control of the quality of your water, the quality of your food. Inform yourself. The, the You know, of course, we, the people that are the professionals in this field, we're always here to help you, but... If you not always have access to one of us, you can find a lot of free information online. I know Eric and I both have a lot of information on, information on our websites, and I know a lot of people do. So just be proactive, research what's best way for you to get healthier and get better. And it's balance wellness like a wheel. Once you get one thing right, then you need to get the next thing right. And eventually once all the spokes of the wheel... Are turning, then, then you're supercharged and you can just grab life by the horns and go. Mm-hmm.
0: Anything else you wanted to share?
1: Well, I want to share something that worries me a lot every day. I see that people. Okay, this actually happened just a couple of days ago and <laughs> it actually kind of made made me lose my little calm center a little bit. I saw a lady at a grocery store with, like, a four-year-old. Mm. And, you know, they were shopping, and the four-year-old is sitting in the in the front of the, the car, they were not. And she's, like, going to the aisle of, uh, you know, terrible cereals, like, Fruit loops and stuff like mm. that. And she's asking the kid, she's like, which one do you want? You want this one? And I was like thinking, Lee, what are you doing? <laughs> this child cannot possibly know mm. what it wants. And then, if you're feeding your kids stuff like that, you're basically robbing them of a chance of healthy development because it has been proven that all these processed foods that are marketed towards children mm. are full of chemicals that affect their brain in a negative way. So, and their bodies. You definitely want to take control of your family's nutrition and of their activity level because they, they're they not getting enough activity at school. So if you want to get your kids on the right path, make sure they get exercise, make sure they eat, they get used now to eating real food, and just teach them the best habits that, that you possibly can because they are going to be your future.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, very good information, Natasha. Um, could you share with us in your opinion what exactly is a health and wellness balanced life look like? So that some people could kinda of have a measure.
1: Okay. So basically I think the best way to do this would be to guide you to a day in you know, like a person that's living their life fully totally in balance. Sound good? Yep. So let's say you're a person that has all their dogs in a row when it comes to wellness. First thing you do is you get up super early in the morning before everybody else. You drink a glass of water. You get up and do some cardio. Then you take a little moment to meditate or pray or whatever. Do something that centers you for the day. You look at your list of things to do for the day. You have goals. You have tasks. You're passionate about those fats because you're doing things that you love. You have the energy to do those things. Then you go and you make yourself a healthy breakfast with lots of protein and lots of good fats. A little bit of maybe healthy carbohydrates if you're about to go do something active. Drink some more water. You have a, a nice nice morning, nice conversation with your family. Make sure you stay connected with the people you you feel gratitude for the things that are in your life. And you just approach the day with positive energy, with optimism. At no time do you feel during the day sleepy. When you're feeling sleepy during the day, that's a sign that something is wrong, Something's out of balance. You get through your whole day still in a good mood, still having creative ideas, creative thoughts. Spending positive energy towards other people, encouraging them to reach for their goals, giving them compliments, good advice, and You get home at night, eat a nice dinner of real food again, have some chill-out time, and go to bed, hopefully at the same hour every night because that will help you maintain your sleep rhythm. And then you get up again and do it again. <laughs>
0: And so that, that is a picture of like a, a perfect uh, lifestyle, isn't it? And, and I, I know there's going to be people out there who are listening and say, well, that's really not how my life is. So, so would you have a, a tweak to that uh, picture there?
1: Well, yeah, that's, that's the ideal, you know. And of course, we're always going to have little fallbacks and setbacks during the day. And it's not about not having setbacks. I think it's more about how you react to them, how you take them. If you don't let, you know, say if somebody cuts you off in the road, what can you do? If you just get super angry and start screaming at them, say, first, they're not going to hear you. They're already gone. Mm. What are you going to do? You are raising your stress levels, and this is affecting your physiology in a negative way. So you're stressing yourself out basically damaging your body but inducing the fight or flight response, right? Mm-hmm. Instead you can just choose, you make a choice to say, okay, well maybe maybe they have something really important to do. Maybe, you know, they have a sick dog in the car that needs to get to the bed. Just I hope they have a good day and just let it go. Mm. And then I think as far as like breaks and little fixes to achieve this is that is learn not to react. All the time and just control how you feel in those situations and then of course stay hydrated I think that's like you know that's basic if you mm-hmm. are not hydrated you can't think straight you can't do anything right so I would say I would keep a giant bottle of water wherever you go drink out of it make sure you're getting the right nutrition if you want to start an exercise program or, or if you already are on one make sure you're feeling correctly because if you're not feeling correctly, you're not going to have results.
0: Very good. I, yeah, as you speak and, and share this information, Natasha, it's it's like I, I'm like getting goosebumps because everything you're saying I align with very well. So it's awesome. I like it. Um, we're thank almost at so the much. end. What's that?
1: I said thank you so much. I you know I I look uh, at yourself too, and definitely we're definitely aligned to the same line of thought, and you know. I know that our goal is to share with as many people as possible because no, not everybody has all this information and knows how to put it all together. So absolutely, we're just going to keep doing that.
0: Absolutely. I um, just have the last few things to ask you, Natasha, and it's like 25 minutes into this show. Um... And we want wow, to. Wow, that
1: time goes by
0: fast. Yeah, absolutely. And I know a lot of the stuff that you had shared with us, we can go into uh, a few extra shows down the road. Uh, we can talk about that. However, just real Definitely. quick here, um, how would you summarize your philosophy? Um, and uh, what, what's last, maybe last comments you can share with our audience um, with what we've talked about today? Well, I think that the best
1: way to. Summarize my philosophy in life is that I believe that every single one of us deserves to reach and live in their best selves in their best possible lives and There's no reason why you should Have any excuses not to go there if that's getting fitter Getting your finances straight getting a job that you love getting better relationships there is no reason why this is settled for not the best. That is, and that's different for everyone. But just always keep in mind that when you are faced with any situation, is this situation going to help me get to my best self or not? And if it's something that's not gonna help you, that's not going to build, you know, for your best life, then just don't do it. Stay away from it. And sometimes that includes people too. Mm.
0: Now, um, how do people get a hold of you if they like to learn more from you?
1: Oh, most definitely. You can reach me at www.transcendnormal.com. There you will find my blog. We're actually revamping the whole page we're in the process right now. But There's always going to be blog articles there. And there will be a link to our YouTube channel. We, My husband and I, he's also involved in Transcend Normal, even though he's active duty military, but we do fitness videos, motivation videos, and I'm coming up with a series of nutrition videos in the next couple of weeks, so that's going to be there for anybody that wants to get started. Also, we have Instagram is at Transcend Normal, and Twitter is at Transcend Normal, but instead of the L, it's a one, because somebody took it. (laughs) Oh. So if anybody's listening that ha- that has it, I will take it from you. I will buy it from you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good, very good. And any, any other ways that you would like to uh, connect with our audience?
1: Well, um, through you of course, and uh, those, those are the the main platforms right now, but we're working on some more, but those are the ones that are mainly for people to make contact with us.
0: Excellent. And we'll make sure we get all that uh, con- or that uh, contact information in our show notes so that if anybody wants a, a immediate uh, link, they can uh, go there. Um, Natasha, yes. I really appreciate everything you shared with us today. And, and certainly there is a lot more we can go into, uh, but 30 minutes um, is what we have today. I really appreciate it. Where are you located?
1: Oh, I'm located in uh, Seattle, North Carolina. My, my husband is here in, in Fort Bragg, yeah. But I travel to Florida all the time. I pretty much travel a lot around the East Coast because it's work. So probably find me in the East Coast somewhere.
0: Absolutely. I was going to say I was going to go and visit you, but that may not be soon. <laughs> but um, we'll definitely where, stay in touch.
1: Where are you located, Eric?
0: I'm in Chicago.
1: Oh, yeah, I, that's one place I haven't been. Well, hopefully soon we'll run into each other at a concert and something like that.
0: Something like that, absolutely. I really appreciate Natasha. We well, may have to do this again and dive deeper into some of the other uh, topics that we sh- uh, brought up today. Yes. Um, but it was fun, and I really appreciate it. I hope you have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. Yes, this was really fun,
1: Eric. I want to thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. And I'm going to keep listening to your podcast. And I think you're doing an amazing job of putting the message of a healthy life out there for people. So keep doing what you're doing.
0: Absolutely. And you're a part of it. So thank you so much. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsu.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living is waiting for you, so stay active and be safe.